another show that can match it How to name another show that can match it Everybody from classy to ratchet He fans like Jamal keep the flame alive Dennis Lee got the lake show locked in five The dub K to Augusta GA Talk everything from NBA to anime Chat like homies or debate like enemies It's all fun and games just match my energy Just match my energy Just match my energy yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode nine of the Match My Energy podcast. It's your boy Dennis Lee, aka Dino Fit Dennis. Hey, this is Jamal JC Two Bliss. Man, we got a special one. This is one of our first ones that we've done, or that we're of a series that we're doing. Is our top five list. Uh, now we're not really that big into Christmas movies, and you guys know everything is all about basketball with us. So we're gonna do our top five basketball movies. Yep. Uh oh. It's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one. I think it's gonna be a little bit of debate going on, on this oh, yeah. one. So hold on now, hold on. What you got over there? Oh shoot. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what you sipping on? Hey, so. Listen, we went to the store. We went to the store because, you know, it's getting super cold. Matter of fact, it's supposed to snow tonight. Um, You know, so we went to the store to get all of our cold stuff. It's supposed to be a low of negative four. So we definitely trying to be in the house. Um, So I got some hot chocolate. We got two different kinds. We got this uh, Mexican blend. Most people know if you say Mexican hot chocolate, they know exactly. I think it's called like Abuelita or something like that. But then we also got, because we saw, normally we're just going to get the regular cocoa mix. But they got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, wow. (laughs) Man, Uh, is it super sweet? It's perfection. It's perfection. (laughs) It's got a little sweet to it. You still taste the chocolate a little bit. Definitely got that cinnamon taste. But then, you know, we also got to put the milk in there. We use a little bit of oat milk, sweetened oat milk. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, we got a hit. That's we got a hit. Yeah. Cinnamon hot chocolate. What milk. <laughs> oh my. Oh. Oh shoot. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> but uh yeah. So what we'll do first is uh one person will say their whole five. Um, and then the other person will go. Uh we'll put our list on the side, Kyle. And uh <laughs> And then we'll say honorable mentions and kind of um, maybe bash if we hear something we don't like. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, should we do like our top five list or should we kind of go like explanation of why we like it while we give our top five? Uh, First, go through the top five and then say you're wise of all of them. And then the other person will go. How about that? All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right. So uh, let me see. I guess I'll go first. Yeah, kick it off. Kick it off. Okay. So go from five to one. From five to one. All right. So top five. I'm only putting it on here at number five because it is a relatively newer movie. um, But it definitely has the capability to grow even more than it already is. Uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Jim, mm. uh, pretty good. Uh, let me see. Number four, I'm gonna go. 
white man can't jump. Okay. Now, still, you know, pretty high regard, but, you know, the other ones are where they are. Um, number three, I'm going to go with above the rim. Okay. Above the rim, n- nice little 90s classic. Um, number two. This is where it gets a little sticky for me. These two, <laughs> these two movies, I could probably interchange really. Okay. So, uh, Glory Road. Okay. Glory Road for that one, based on a true story. One of my favorites. Um, and number one. I think I know it. <laughs> Coach Carter. Yeah. Coach yep. Carter, man. Okay. So, <laughs> um, let's see. Uncut Gems. Um, when we first saw that in theaters. Uh, it was like it kind of like cap captivated me a little bit, and then like seeing Adam Sandler in a way different role than we were used to. Yes, there was mm-hmm. funny parts, but it was a very serious role. And then, as much as I, you know, it's always Lakers and Five, y'all know that. Um, watching Kevin Garnett win that that championship, you know, for the Celtics and all that, and the anything is possible, and all that, uh, and them kind of like going back through that during that movie. I thought it was really cool uh, seeing that aspect um, and the story of that. Uh, And then White Man Can't Jump. That one was really cool to me. Uh, I like the street ball, you know, aspect. Um, The Sandy or the Venice Beach. And and I remember being a kid uh, when I was like four and I watched my dad play pickup basketball in Venice Beach. And I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Uh, The Woody Allen or not Woody Allen, Woody Harrelson uh, and Wesley Snipes combo was great. I liked Rosie Perez's character. Um, And then I had uh, Above the Rim. That one was hard. To me, again, the street basketball, you know, uh, the uh, Tupac, Tupac's character in there was scary. <laughs> he was a scary dude. Uh, you had the late, great Bernie Mac in there. Uh, and just overall, the way basketball, the way the basketball game looked on there, even though there's a couple parts where I'm like, OK, that's probably fake. But <laughs> and then. um I say Glory Road, Glory Road, a uh, great true story um, about that small Texas college. We used to watch that movie over and over, and it was just very inspiring and really showed like how hard we had it growing, uh, not growing up for me, but like my grandpa names or even my dad. I think that was around my dad's time, honestly. Um, but yeah, that and then Coach Carter for me. Um, for me, that was uh, a, it's a, again, it's based on a true story. Um, the, the quotables, me and my cousin have so many quotables from that movie. Uh, the storyline, the shooting, uh, I think Timo Cruz was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was just a funny movie. I mean, not just funny, but like it did have some funny parts, but just the way that it was, uh, man, the cast, shoot, even had some people in there where you're like, oh, that's what he did early on. Uh, Channing Tatum, young Channing Tatum in there. Uh, Robert Richard was pretty good in there. Uh, Of course, Samuel Jackson gone, you know, he's one of my favorite actors. And 
overall just a great basketball movie. It it helped like I kind only thing I do hate about it is my dad watched that movie and then coached me in seventh grade and decided my team will be the most runningest team we gonna have. <laughs> so I never ran so many suicides in my life. Oh man. <laughs> so um oh crypto's in here to tell you about his favorite movie, Air Bud. Come here, boy. Just kidding. But uh yeah, man, that's my top five. Uh man. Let's hey, let's hear yours. I'm not, not not mad at it. The okay. only thing is with having like us being so like close and like I don't know it's almost the same. I have a lot of the same movies on my top five. So that's okay. why I'm like, uh, we can't really, you know, battle it out too much. But let me go. My number five, Butter Rim. Okay. Got number five, Butter Rim. Four, loving basketball. Four, I got loving basketball. Um, mm. Three, white man can't jump, you know, repping the shirt. Okay. One of my favorite movies, man. White, man, white man can't jump. Uh, two, Coach Carter. It was close. It was tough like yours, man. It was it was kind of battling one and two, but I got Coach Carter number two and then my all-time favorite, my all-time favorite movie, like basketball movie is Glory Road. Like that one is, it is tough. That's what <laughs> like I'm saying. I can't. <laughs> like I said, it swapped out for me too, man. Like I could go. It, 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 it's tough. All right. So, I mean, you kind of went over your description. It's kind of similar to mine as well. But Butter Rim, I really love that. That the griminess of like, you know, this is actually what really goes on. Like people have to battle between, you know, relationships between the streets and then also have an opportunity to go to school, play basketball. Like this is mm-hmm. something that actually happens. It's something that just, they oh, yeah. depicted pretty well. Um, Shepard character, I liked him coming back, kind of humbling himself as like a security guard, but then he's trying to get with Old, old old dude uh moms as well so he kind of like ah i can't really coach him and teach him uh, and yeah i'm yeah, trying yeah. to get with his mom as well it, it was kind of weird that that mindset so overall i mean that movie was pretty pretty dope it had a deep story talk about his, how he lost you know how he battled with uh what he had to do when he played basketball i think somebody died or something like that i forgot yeah, yeah uh, uh, what, uh not so his friend yeah so not it's like so. that one was a tough one um, but I thought the story, you know, was pretty good. Uh, four, loving basketball. If you know me, <laughs> if you know me, yeah. my wife plays in that movie. Shout out to Sanaa Lathan. Uh, she'll see this later on. Um, but yeah, to me, I mean, if you want to rank it as a love story, I wouldn't put it as a love story. I definitely put it as a basketball story. And to me, I mean, I think it's going to get some like, oh, how did you put this in your top five? But to me, it actually it's one of the few movies to me that actually depicted like a woman's point of view in sports mm. at that time. Like okay. at that time, uh. yeah, you see, I yeah. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, like a lot of uh, especially like I think that's like 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, they wasn't depicting like women, women in sports. Especially their point of view is always like they was always the spouse or they was the girlfriend or wife. So um, to me, I, it, it kind of gave a got a little bit more complexity than what people actually think. If you really dig, you know, dig deep into it, if you yes. kind of watch it as a love story, it it don't it don't hit on the cylinders. If you're trying to watch it, it's more basketball than the love part. If that makes sense. So uh, that's for 
three white men can't do. I mean, come on. Come on, you gotta have this in your top five. I'm sorry, you if you you like basketball, you like this you like this movie. Like to me, it it was. I mean, you talking about a white basketball hustler <laughs> going around? I think this is you know Cali um, or Los Angeles. I forgot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, insane, yeah, yeah. But, it was uh yeah like Venice uh, Beach area. Yeah, yeah, something like you hustling people thinking you can't hoop, but you have this showing you can hoop. You know, getting a little quick money and stuff like that. I mean, it was man, me and my little was, brother used to do that. Me and my little <laughs> brother Davon, man, we used to do that. Y'all used to be like, yo, this nine-year-old, I bet I could I bet me and that nine-year-old could beat y'all. I mean, it was yeah, I no, thought it was beautiful. I love it. And you know, stuff like this happens for real. Um oh yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie. I I can't say nothing else about that one. Uh two, Coach Carter. Coach Carter, when you first watched that one. It was super serious, like, and then it had some funny moments, and then it had some real moments. So I'm like, to me, it kind of had everything that a story needs to have. That's, and I'm not sure if it's based off a true story. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So okay, so so, uh, Ty Crane, um, I just had the name for it because the character Ty (laughs) Crane in there, he was Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was uh, see now I'm mad I even brought it up. Because I, I used to, because like, now you got to fact check yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, because uh, the person that he was named or that he was basically. All right, so why are you looking that up? I was yeah, basically yeah, yeah. saying like Coach Carter, oh, Tyson Chandler. What? Yeah, so they was playing against Tyson Chandler. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Put a name, a face to a name. You know what I mean? So. I think I mean Coach Carter was pretty. It's pretty good. I mean, what he did, what he put this team through, like that he's battling like the school system, battling the parents, battling his own players. Like, hey, this is how I'm gonna run the team. If you don't like it, you can step. Kind of mm-hmm. got a little Deion Sanders approach to it, where he's like, hey, this is how I'm running. Hey, we all gonna be aligned when we on the field, on the court. So, to me, yeah. I, I held mean, him to a higher standard. Moving. He held him to a higher right. standard. It wasn't just two point It was like two point three. You had to maintain. Yeah, you are gonna come dressed um, mm-hmm. in suits when we go to the games and stuff like that. Like sit in the front of the class, all that. Yeah, yeah. And then you had, and I think this is is beautiful because it's supposed to be like what coaches like. They he shows like I'm going to talk to the parents and I'm gonna be serious and have a serious conversation with your kids and what the expectations are. Like, hey, you're. Your son is doing this in class. I don't care how good he is on the court. If he can't maintain in class, you know, perform at a certain level, then I don't want him on my team. Like, right. if he's causing issues, you know, outside of school, I don't want him on my team. Like, this is something that can't propel you to be something greater, but you just have to have a discipline. And then high school is probably one of the toughest spots, too, instead of discipline. So, to me, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was it was a good movie. And then, of course, Glory Road, I mean... I believe this hap- is set in around the 1960s. True story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. One, like, you know, that one's talking about race, of course. You know, we're breaking barriers. He was pr- basically playing players based off skill, not race. So when he decided to start his to st- starting five that all black, got a lot of, you know, anger and resentment towards the team, even from the home fans. And then, you know, some of the players, parents is like, why are you letting starting, you know, a black person over my son and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it was a lot that was in the movie. It's a heavy movie. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But also it's fun when you see those players actually click and then, the, you know, the coach allows them to be themselves. Like he brought me to the team. Let me be my flashy player. Let me be able to dunk. Let me not just be fundamental. So, and then uh, one little tidbit on about that movie is that that championship, that true team, that the, the real team they played in the play in the championship, we got the team, but Pat Riley was on that team. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that Duke, I think? Was it Duke or Kentucky? Because I know it was Adolph. Oh, it was Duke because the coach was Adolph Rupp. Mm. See, I didn't know the team, so that's why I said the, the, the team he was playing on. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I just know they mentioned that Pat Riley was on that team. And of course, you know, he's part of the Miami Heat family. So I right. was like, yeah, you know how that tied in together. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah like- man, those, those, that scene, I mean, that movie was, it was heavy. Mm-hmm. I was like, it shows, it depicts like what athletes was going through, what Man. black people was going through. They had a scene when the bathroom, when he went went alone, they would say, we're not going anywhere alone by ourselves when we out in public, no matter right. where we're going. It, it, it seems like that. That's like, this is what, you know, people older than us had to go through. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's just not right now we we take it for granted. Like, hey, I can just go play basketball anywhere I want to do whatever I want, you know, but now, you know, you got to think about all that stuff, you know, in the back of your head, why are you playing in hostile t- territories? Cause I mean, now, you know, the NBA and, you know, travel basketball, you can go anywhere and play anywhere. And you don't really think about like the repercussions, like, you know, you know, you do have some bad fans and stuff like that. They'll still call you out your name and stuff like that, but it's not to the point where, um, for the most part, it's not too threatening to your life. Right. So, they talk about like literally um, just in like Utah and Boston. Yeah, we're and I mean, you, you got people and fans everywhere that's going to be hostile to you, but as right. a whole, like in certain cities and stuff, people really don't want to play for it, and some people are actually notorious for it. Places are notorious for it, which is still unfortunate to this day, but right. uh, that one shed a lot of light on that one, uh, especially being a true story. It was depicted very well. Um, yeah, that was uh, Texas blurred. Western. Yes. It was Texas Western, now known as UTEP. Uh University mm. of Texas, uh, El Paso. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's my top. Uh, did you have any uh, honorable mentions? Let's talk about those oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into the honorable mentions. Um, so I had two honorable mentions. Now, and the thing is, depending on the day, this one would probably even make my top five. It's just uh, the main characters acting was a little, but it shows a lot about what they. What players, like you said, especially going to college or getting ready to go to college, go through in the movie He Got Game. Mm, okay. He Got Game. That was one of my that was one of my favorites growing up. But as I started to like watch movies and analyze it a little bit better, I was like, oh, this dude's talking like a robot. You know, Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Allen was like, man, but you left me, dad. Like <laughs> I still think they should have got somebody else for that one. Yeah, I, I like think, I, get, I get what they was trying to do, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? But uh, okay, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you should have found somebody else. Um, but yeah, no, that movie was really good to me. Uh, other than that, um, and it also shows like how a lot of these players be getting paid on the low. Oh yeah, you know, go and we know this. Yeah, you know, now they're getting paid on the high, you know, with the NIL and everything. So it's a yeah. lot uh, better. It was about that time anyway. I mean, right. <laughs> it was getting out of hand. So. Well, because you got to think, these people, like, you're supposed to expect me to believe that some kid that's like, like, like LeBron, who's going from couch to couch, 
is just going to go play college ball and still be poor. No, And then he's signing autograph that people are selling for hundreds of dollars. Everybody gets to make money off me but me. Yeah, I mean, he'd be doing it for years. He talk right. about all the past players. I'd be like, man, if I had this, you know, I might not even have to go to the league. You know what I mean? Like, right. see, these people making deals where, making shoe deals where they don't even have to be like, make it to the NBA to fulfill, you know, to get some money. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things was like, now, hey, you capitalize yeah. on your name. You start branding early. You know what I mean? So. Show, yeah. It showed the college visits and all that, the craziness of that. Uh, so, yeah, that movie. And then also, like, I mean, because Denzel Washington always does, like, a really good job. And one thing I noticed about Denzel, you guys can kind of pay attention to this. Um, one thing that he's going to do is he's going to rip somebody's arm off him and say, get your hands off me. And he's going to punch someone in the throat. <laughs> he, put, like, he like getting physical. <laughs> he punches someone in the throat. It like, literally, boom, almost every movie. And that was the first one I noticed it on. And then it was like... Equalizer, of course, and one of the newer ones. Training Day, he did it uh, with the guns or whatever to the crackhead. Um, but my uh, my other honorable mention, this goes into the funnies. Um, Semi-Pro. Mm. Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell and Andre mm. 3000, D-Ray Davis. Like I kind of forget about that movie every time. I dang. mean, the, the only really time I really think about it is when, like, you know, Clay Thompson dressed up as Will Ferrell character for mm-hmm. Halloween. But other than that, I'm like, kind of forget about that as a being a, even a basketball movie. Yet I don't even put it up there myself, but I kind of forget about it. And they play the most basketball. They play <laughs> so much basketball in that movie. <laughs> oh, if you want to call it that. Yeah, they, they yeah, play yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they show when the first all of you happened and all that. <laughs> yeah what is that what is that it was just so like if, if you just want just a good laugh but there's also some basketball played watch that one you don't really i mean it's will ferrell so like you're used to just like watching the race to be entertained yeah um, See, i'll go ahead and then maybe and it's not too crazy and it's only for nostalgia for me and it's not what you guys think like mike mm. Like Mike, man, when I was a kid. See, this is why we, this is why we friends. You know what I mean? Because this is like <laughs> that's on my honorable mention. Like that's one of the one of mine. I was like, I think I'm gonna surprise him with this one. But now he gonna say it. So now it's like, <laughs> it was one of my gems, man. Me and my little brother Dalen, man, we used to watch that movie all the time, man. Like I don't know. First off, we used to like Bow Wow back then. People, people act like Bow Wow, like they don't love Bow Wow. Yeah, he was people at his act- peak then too. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, no, that was, that's, that's my honorable mentions. Okay. Well, at least you got one of mine out the way. Like Mike is one of mine. I kind of kept mine honorable mentions more like, uh, on the playful side. Mm. So yeah. like Mike, for sure. I don't care what the, Bow Wow was at the peak. Lil Bow Wow was at his peak at that time. Everybody wanted to be like, I don't want to say wanted to be like Bow Wow, but they want to have his lifestyle. The like, braids. He's right. People he around everybody like exactly. I mean, he hooping. Um, his character Calvin Cambridge, like man, it was cold. It was cold. The first one they started making the second one. And the third, oh, I think um, it's the third one. I was like, yeah, it's just the first one. The first one yeah, I, yeah. I like. The, I like the best. So um, that one was definitely my honorable mention. My second one, I'm surprised you didn't mention it, bro. I'm surprised. Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> Go, go ahead. <laughs> oh man, you about to just, you about to uh go crazy off the movie. Now, you talk about nostalgic 
Like yeah. this is the nineties, bro. This mm-hmm. movie swept us. I don't care about the acting. I don't care about playing basketball. <laughs> you talking about <laughs> Looney Tunes, Michael Jordan, basketball, come on. Like that's us. Soundtrack go crazy to this day. Okay. To this day. All right. Soundtrack I'll give you go that. crazy. I'll give you that. I'm talking yeah. about, I mean, that's a good movie. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the original Space Jam, not the Space Jam 2. The I original did, Space Jam. I didn't mind Space Jam 2, honestly. I didn't mind it. It wasn't. Wasn't that no, bad? That was I'm a not bad. I put it on any list, but it wasn't as bad. If as it ain't on a list, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It was. A, it was okay. It, oh, let me not say it's bad. It's decent for a kid movie. I'll say that. But I mean, Space Jam was Space good. Jam is decent for a kid movie. <laughs> Space you know Jam what? is up there because I just think because you know during that era, during the Looney Tunes, I don't know if they had like an animated with like real life. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Around the same time, they came out with uh, Who Framed Roger have... Rabbit. Uh, yeah, uh, they started they started interacting with like animated images and pictures and with the real life uh, in a cinematic fashion. So to me, I mean, yeah, I gotta put. That's why Space Jam is in my honorable mention. I can't put it in my top five. It's not that right. good of a movie to put in my top five, right. but it's good enough to put in my honorable mention. I would say so. Uh, Space Jam and like Mike for sure. It's more on the like the the goofier side of basketball, but still showcase that basketball uh, references in there. Plus, you had a whole bunch of you know actors and stars in both movies. So that's real. That's real. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you ain't feeling that one at all? <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. I remember. I remember. Uh, and this is a crazy. Like, I mean, my my memory does kind of go back. Like, my long term memory is pretty good. So when I was mm, like, I wish I could re- say the same. Three and a half, four years old. Um, I remember that was the first time I watched uh, Space Jam. And I think it had, like, just came out around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I like the beginning scene where he's shooting at the beginning, you know, and then it has that flash forward. That's pretty cool. As I got older, <laughs> I, I, you know... You want to go back and watch the movies and have the same feels. Now, when I watch like Mike, I still have the same feels. When I watch Space Jam, (laughs) I'm like, first off, this, I don't know why I just like have been like not liking Michael Jordan. I I keep like liking Michael Jordan less and less for some reason. It may be some other stuff that go along with it. What? But. (laughs) That's a whole other conversation. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, his acting in there was just, like... Honestly, I think that Ray Allen's acting and He Got Game was better than Michael Jordan's in in Mm. Space Jam. Um, It was really bad. The line... That's tough. They both had bad characters. (laughs) I don't know. I would have rather watched Ray Allen with the green screen than... (laughs) Then Michael Jordan, man, and then the way he yeah, talked. the time, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I like when he was like, when he was like, uh, I forget what he said, but our my cousin kept bringing this up. It was like, uh, what's for dinner? Uh, chicken and collard greens and Kool Aid. I was like, what in the Umar Johnson is this? <laughs> Why would you? He was like, mm, my favorite. <laughs> like, Ugh, man, it just hit my ears wrong. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so you started analyzing it as an adult. That's what you messed yes, up at. That might be that. Yes. Um, 
Should I say my other overrated movie? Let's dissect these. Let's decide dissect okay. these first, and okay. then we'll talk about what we think is overrated. Um. So yeah, so Space Jam. Okay, I, I can give you that. It's still like I said, a decent kid movie. I think we got to look at it as a kid, just like like Mike. It's a kid. Yeah, movie. it's not something for an yeah. audience that's like seventeen and up type of deal. It's still like. I don't even know if it's PG thirteen. Might just be PG at the time. So yeah, that's um, true. I'll give you. So that. yeah, I, for those, I still give it that one. I want to hear your take because you made some faces, and I need to know why. Loving basketball, you need to stop. You need to stop disrespecting loving basketball. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that on your overrated? Is that on your overrated? <laughs> it's so overrated. <laughs> oh, All right, speak on, speak up, on it then. I guess we're right. gonna go into it anyway. So go ahead, and speak right. on it. Loving basketball, and don't now, this. You- this is my wife now, so. Okay. Respectful. <laughs> <clears throat> so, okay. So, what, when you when you brought up how they highlighted um, women, the women's struggle in basketball and the sport, like and how horrible it is for them to where even if you're the top player, you still gonna play overseas, especially in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Like they had just started the WNBA, and even now with the whole Brittany Griner thing, it's even showing like the whole reason why she even got in trouble was because she had to go play over there to supplement her income over here because they still don't get paid enough. And that's a whole thing. And that's not even the women's fault. It's actually more the viewers fault. but whole other conversation. Mm. Um, but yeah, them showing the struggle and how like the main character, Quincy McCall had, uh, had it way harder than, um, or have had it way easier than, uh, Monica did. Uh, Mm Smile Lathan's character. Um, so yes, the basketball. If you if you just look at the basketball aspect of it, I will give you some of that. Um, <laughs> however, movie as a whole, if I just go, if I'm gonna start with just the story. Okay. <clears throat> so first off, this whole time, so so the story all goes right to the ending. Right to the ending. They're they're all happy to be together now. You know they 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 had the game for her heart, and that's supposed to be a sweet moment, right? They had the one on one game where she's like, "Let me play you for your heart." Come on, man! The day that's before his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because <laughs> the thing is, Tyra Banks's character, his his fiance was a stewardess that he met, you know, and then she took care of him and all that. When he tore his ACL and was probably, and this is back in the day where, where if you tore your ACL back in the nineties, your career is about done. You don't just bounce back. Nowadays, you can do that. There's people who's torn two and they've come back and they're impacts in the league. But back then you about done. She still was like, it's fine. I know you won't be making too much more money, but I love you genuinely. And then you mean telling my fiance's next door neighbor is able to just go, let me play you. And now I lose my man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, she lost her man because of a basketball game because of the next door neighbor, the person that you thought was safe. Oh, no, that's just my friend from way back in the day. That's just sis, basically. Mm. Even though, you know, they had their little, they dated I mean, in college a yeah. little bit. They they first boyfriend, girlfriend back when they was like 10 or 11 or however old they was at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. That was he got with he got with her after all of his life is just like after now he's at the downward trajectory of his life. That was almost some uh Forrest Gump level and Jenny level <laughs> togetherness. At the end of my life, what I'm 
Nothing. I have to sit next. I have to sit floor seats at your WNBA game because the WNBA just started. So these tickets are 10 bucks. Like it was, that's just horrible. Like they did, he did <laughs> your wife so dirty in that movie. <laughs> so dirty. She I do give you kept, that. I, I do give you that. Overseas. Second. Yo, as a person who came from divorced parents, you are not that distraught to where you're mad that she's not going to stay with you when you found out your dad was cheating on your mom. First off, your dad was cheating on your mom and he's an NBA player. <laughs> we basically know that like that's like 95% of them. <laughs> And and don't the, put that on <laughs> and the, the rest of them just have arrangements like I know what you're gonna do when you get to Miami or whatever like <laughs> come on man yeah that one okay alright let me tell my spin on it that movie make you sick make <laughs> me sick man uh, okay oh, so and then one last thing so they're from Inglewood right yes I ain't never heard more New York Inglewood sounding characters in my life. <laughs> oh no, son. No. Nah, I ain't heard I, I ain't heard one. Hey, Mark. Hey. Hey, what you doing over there? No, no <laughs> LA accents or nothing. They all cause because I know uh Omar Epps is from uh from like Brooklyn or somewhere. He's from he's from New York. Mm-hmm. And I think Snot Lathan's from East, somewhere east. But that goes with acting. If, if if the dude from Snowfall, who who <laughs> regularly has his British accent, comes over here and says, "All right, put 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 it in the bag, man," or does his whole little accent, they can do it. That's also true. It's also you know, twenty plus years ago, so you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take five minutes and listen to your surroundings. Hey, how does that person sound at the end of the block? That's facts. Um, <laughs> okay, so one thing I would say is the movie put, try to put too much in the you know hour and a half to our span because they went from a childhood to adulthood. You know, it's like twelve years span, twelve fifteen years span to try to put it all into one movie. So that to me, it felt. That's why some parts felt like it's rushed. Some parts, you know, like say you playing basketball, you know, to win over somebody's heart, you know, right before somebody's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, that's you know, circumstance. As mar- but as a married man, that don't hit. That don't hit my ears. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, she also made it. You know, it's not like it happened after the wedding. It'd be like, hey, is this something y'all really want to really want to do? You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, at least it was before, and not after. So point. Just the saying right there. But to me, I like what the movie does. It shows complexity of different families and yeah, different yeah, households. Yeah. So you have like the middle class. You also have this upper class with a having from a basketball family. So you can see like each family struggled with something. You have the divorce mm-hmm. side on this one. The, you know, this family he has his family on like a upper echelon, thinking like they are the best, whatever. And then he figured finds out his dad's been you know been unfaithful in this in his marriage. He's like, man, y'all just you know put this. In my head, that we was the perfect family. So, what is this really going to look like for me? Um, and then you also have the other like side. You nothing, man. That's your parents. <laughs> that has nothing to do. But you know, it's like to me. Okay, the, the way he looked at it is how we look at Steph Curry and his family. We saw them. 
uh, not we personally, but people saw them as that that perfect model family. Like, oh my goodness, his mom, his dad is together. They have these kids. They have these beautiful uh, children as well. And they all just making and they all perfect. Yeah, family. It's, it's a huge yeah. treat. And then when they started, you know, having the issues, and then they actually split up. People's like, man, what's going on with that family as well? Now, Steph Curry might not be like, how does this affect me? Because he's already established at that point, but. That's kind of how I'm like looking at it, where he's like, okay, everybody's looking at us as like the perfect branch or perfect family. Uh, now we're not, you know, we can't be, we can't be true to that anymore. Man, that dude was selfish the whole movie. He, he was selfish, bro. But he <laughs> I'm not like, trying. I'm not trying to take up any other character. I'm just trying to explain the movie a little bit. Man, That's all I'm trying. He was to like, do. yo, stay out with me. She's like, I have curfew and I won't get to play. I won't get to do nothing. <laughs> I don't have the same luxuries as you. I wasn't yeah. even supposed to be here, but so and so got pregnant. Said <laughs> at the locker room. <laughs> like, okay, and then okay, now you have Monica's side of the thing. So to me, they were trying to balance out Q side of stuff, point of point of view, and then also Monica's the same time. Same time, of course, Monica's role in the, like uh, storyline kind of projected more than his. Mm-hmm. But you know, he kind of grow up. She's kind of like a tomboy. Her, her family's trying to make her into more ladylike trying to do things more traditional that she would do, like, hey, stop rough housing. So why you want to play basketball? You want to do this? You know, do something with your hair. You know what I mean? So um, you kind of see, like, two different, like, I don't know, two different complexities, I'll keep saying, uh, with these families. So I I like that little view. I I mean, it it ain't straightforward. It ain't straightforward. And then also, what you was talking about, the inequality between... uh, female athletes and male athletes, because one of the scenes, which when I re- look back at it, I'm like, I didn't really pick up on it was when, you know, when uh, Monica plays like one of our high school games is like one of those, those top championship games, whatever. It's only a little people sprinkled in oh, the crowd. Yeah. 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 It's like something like they pick up on like, like, cause that's how it is. It's not like everybody will be going to the, the, the women uh, basketball game, but you go to, Q's game is everybody's packed up, people standing on the side by the door. It's just like, That's true. to me, they picked up on details like that, where there's like, and then they I talk do about be feeling overseas. bad about that. I do be feeling bad about that, man. Like, we went to a, a WSU game and it was packed, packed. This was last year and they weren't even that good, but it was the dudes <laughs> game. It was packed. And then, like, I see like the girls in the tunnel after the game was over. So, like, I guess they were about to play right after this. Mm. At the same time, I see. L- Hella people like leaving the stadium, and you don't see too many people going in. So it's just like we do not care about what y'all got going. It's a Saturday too. It was like it was like two p.m. Sure, man, I sit there, but yeah, everybody was like, yeah, no, we don't care about this. It's tough because they usually put the women's game before the guys because they know that like they don't want a lot of traffic after. Yeah, the game well, in college a lot of times they do like different days and stuff. Like yeah, but like this just so happened to be the same day, and I felt bad. I was like. I'm still going to leave. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, it all depends. If you don't really know nobody on the team, it's tough to watch, you know, especially after watching a men's game. I think that's yeah. if you go for that game, then it's easier to stay. But if you watch the men's game and then you have to stay afterwards, it's a little bit tougher. But now the competition's picked up. I don't know. Sometimes you got to stay. They got some little, they got little handles. I mean, I'm going to say little. They got some handles. No, I like so they got some step. I mean, they got some moves. So I was like, yeah, it definitely it depends on the the talent level that you're watching, um, and then what you really feel like. Because after watching a high scoring, you know, men's game, 
going back. Didn't watch well, that. And you've already been so. there for like three hours. So yeah, I'm supposed to sit here for another three. Well, I got things to do. I'm going to Red Robin. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's also true. So I mean, all right. I think I mean I think we kind of tackle loving basketball, but you know, Sanal ain't there. You know. No, I mean that's she in there, so she got to be in my top five. I gotta say it like I that. I feel you. I mean, but I get I, and and you made some good points. Um, how they show the different things of that, and I think mainly it's just kind of like, to me, it's kind of. I think that movie could have been better if it wasn't a movie. Like you said, I think mm. that a if they worked on their mannerisms, some LA mannerisms, stuff like that. But aside from that, if they made it like. I don't know, a three to four season show. Mm, if they would have season. the Love and Basketball show. That's tough. By that time, it was, build that know. up Slowly, you know, and then they, they go through the college, you know, and then they go through her playing overseas, him doing this, them reconnecting in the off season or whatever they do. But at the time, you got to think, that wasn't oh, the thing they yeah. were doing, like limited series and stuff like that. Like, well, not that even that, TV, but, That would have to be a sitcom type of deal. And it's a black thing. Like, there's no way they was gonna get that green lit they weren't doing too many they already had the black show they had this a lot of yeah they had their yeah. a lot of um allocated shows and stuff for that so it's like to me it was it was a movie i think it should have been a little bit longer a little bit more spaced out they kind of rushed everything with people aging so quickly that's the only yeah. thing that's like it's tough because it's like they're trying to put everything jam-packed into this story which to me, it will all the thing that I also get the most graph is that people keep saying it's not a love story. I was like, it is a love story. It's just not the right kind of love story. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Okay, it is a love story. It, it, it <laughs> there is yeah, in a sense, but it's you just can't kinda, say it's not a love story. It just it's not like right, saying it's not the right type it? of love story you want to portray. Forrest Gump is a love story, I guess. Yeah, it, it, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's uh, now that I ain't got nothing and I got AIDS. And, <laughs> like, hey, love comes in different ways. <laughs> Wait, just, but uh, but yeah, I, I think so it, bad it, for them, man. Like, yeah, man. I if felt you could bad for the, the movie. Actually, all the way, I felt bad for every single woman in that story. Which which story are you talking about? Love and basketball. If you think about it, every single woman in that story got did wrong. It's uh, tough, and then it's the reality of things too. Quincy, like they, Quincy's mama cheated yeah. on after all them years. Uh, uh, Monica's mama was getting beat, and she's like, "No, it's okay. Just put it together." Da, 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 you know, by her, what is he like a banker or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Her, uh, Monica, she was was always like his second option, like literally. Literally, he didn't uh, like he didn't ask her to the thing to the dance. He went with Gabrielle Union's character, and then whatever fell through there, he messed around and got with her while listening to a woman's worth. <laughs> a woman's worth is the worst love making song when you think about it. It sounds pretty, but it's basically <laughs> a song about how hard women have it. Yeah. So she loses her virginity to this is how hard women have it. And then, uh, even the sister, I don't think, was like, I don't know. She just and then, of course, like I said, Tyra Banks's character. You leaving me it's because tough. of because of, here's another thing that you don't 
all right, when you start getting married, think about this. <laughs> how okay, because you saw how how I did my wedding. Most of that stuff was pretty cheap or free, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't how it normally is. And I know that wasn't how, how it was about to be for them. The dresses start off about two, three thousand, goes up from there. So she probably got a little ten thousand dollar dress. The venue, the catering, the the guest list, people getting their flights to be in there. This is the day before the wedding, the day before. Hey, you 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 digging way too deep. I'm telling you, <laughs> love has no cost. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now her you love. Can't marry, you, you can't marry somebody because you say. Hey, we already spent a hundred grand on this day. Let's go. Ahead I know. Then. I feel that, but I feel like, let's say, let's say Sonale, or let's say Monica was still in Turkey playing basketball or whatever. They would have gotten married, and he would have been happy. He already so was think? doing her. He was doing her dirty at the very beginning of this game. <laughs> Fresh off the ACL injury, was still kind so of you think? A little bit, took it off, was dunking on her. There's he no reason. Sti- he still would have been fantasizing being back with Monica's character, uh, with Sonali's character. Every time he'd be like, she was safe and she liked him. He got with the one who liked him from a kid. Yeah. Who he kept pushing to the side. Like, I know she always going to be there for me. So I'll just get back to her when I want to, but I'm going to mess with whoever I want to do, whatever. Women was getting done wrong in that movie. But yeah. And then you also got the other girl, like, the, um, uh, she was a senior and then she broke. She got injured and then so not like they need to take like oh yeah. <laughs> she can't even catch a break too. She supposed to be <laughs> you know on her way out. So yeah, it, it was tough. But hey, it's also to the reality of things. That's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, People... this is stuff what happens and they actually portrayed it as well. It's not a you know a feel-good movie as well. So I think I'll get if you that. look at it from this is a love story, a love movie, it's not gonna be good. If you look at it from this is what actually happens in the game of basketballs on two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And it's a decent movie. Game of life. Right, right. I'm not going to say it's up there like, oh my God, it's the greatest movie of all time type of deal. But, you know, it's still one of those for me. It's in the top five for basketball movies. Because you can't, even if you, okay, think about this. Even when you talk about basketball movies, loving basketball always come to your head, good or bad. You don't, you don't, you don't overstep. Be like, oh, I forgot about this movie. Say, no, it comes to your head every time. So, yeah, I mean, but that's also because it's in the title. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I told you to list your favorite panda movies, you're gonna say Kung Fu Panda. That doesn't mean it's the best movie. It's just you heard panda in the title. Like, oh yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Okay, I'll give you that as well. So, (laughs) but hey, you know what? I mean, but look, the way you put that, it makes me like it a little bit more. (laughs) <laughs> I will I will say I don't hate it. Uh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's just certain things where I'm just like, why are y'all talking like like y'all just listened to a biggie album, but in 90 in the early 90s, LA. Are you real pressed on the accents or how they portray the accents? That's what's that's what's getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the movie felt super I mean, LA. It felt really LA and then it was just like you're at USC, dude. My family lives by USC, my uh, my mom's side, and it's like blood gang member <laughs> central. Like literally, like, you see this beautiful college, and then you drive like four blocks this way. It's like I, 
all the gang banging and, and, and sets being thrown up. And my cousins are like, hey, what's up, Rally? How you doing, man? <laughs> they all got these crazy voices. Yo, it's still bumped in. Yeah, like, literally, I mean, you're right there. Yeah, man. I, hey, I man, like I said, Beatles, man. Hey, what's up, bro? All I that. think I think if it was more like depends on the director or the producer that actually wanted to portray the actual location. Yeah. I think they would have done better on focusing on that. But I think they wanted to get the story and plot across more than actually like we just had to put this in this location, but we're not trying to portray that this is where they are from because everybody talking how they talk regularly, basically. So yeah, like they didn't try nothing else. <laughs> but yeah, like we letting you know about the like, you know, the city and stuff like that and the scenery to saying this is the location, but we ain't about to be over here <laughs> like, voice training everybody. Yeah, we ain't gonna show too many of the yeah. And I get that, especially with some of the older people or even him, because I'm I feel like the dad probably moved around a lot with like well, actually I think he was there. But he played for the Clippers, I think, right? He played for the Clippers, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was kind of the the moving around thing. So I don't know. It's whatever. It, it, it's a it's one of those steps. But they could at least have been like, "Yo, uh, Omar, can you stop saying son so much?" But <laughs> all right, all right. Let's jump off Loving Basketball. What is another <laughs> overrated movie that oh, you have? Well, for me, I think Loving Basketball is one, right? Is yeah, yeah. Loving Basketball, and then um, Space Jam. I I don't know. And I talked oh. about that a little bit, but it's but now that you said that, like when you said like it was, um definitely made for just like this just like the space jam 2 it was made for the kids and so some stuff that i may catch might be like okay that was a little corny but you can't name a kid movie that is that isn't corny to adults so i don't have too much i don't have too much on that no yeah more. i would say review it from the time like you watched it yeah well even you, like even like younger, mike but even like mike is kind of corny but like I really like it still. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get it. But even when I was a kid, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, uh, Space Jam was okay. And I, I felt bad. It was one of them blasphemy things. Like, so, loving basketball and Space Jams. this is actually me, like, getting out this blasphemy that I've been holding in because I'm afraid to tell this to people. So, here y'all go. What's um, your thoughts, though? <laughs> yeah, because, like, because, like, okay, so people know, like, in Black culture, there's certain movies that we kind of hold like near and dear to us. And Love and Basketball is pretty high on that list. You got to watch, you got to watch Love and Basketball. You got to watch Life. And, you know, there's all that. And we could probably yeah. do a black movies list. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know why I just, I didn't enjoy it as much as, I, even as a kid, I was kind of like, we can watch them. But at least you watched it. Like some. You know how they say like it's blasphemy if you didn't watch the movie. At least you watched it. You just oh like, yeah no I've watched you take to it. I've watched both of these movies a lot of times. Matter a of fact, times, yeah. Matter of fact, so Love and Basketball is my stepmom's favorite movie. So like there would be there would be Saturdays where she would run this movie back like like little kids you know when like little kids will watch Frozen and they're just like ah oh, again and they just turn it right back to the beginning. <laughs> That was her with love and basketball. So I've watched. Maybe that's why I've analyzed it this much because I've watched. I guarantee I've watched this movie three hundred, four hundred times. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's one of those that was always on BET and stuff. It, also the BET, like Baby Boy. <laughs> like Baby Boy is trashed everybody now, but like... Yeah, at the time, it was always, you know... Yeah, it's kind of cool. On repeat. I mean, so, okay, so for my overrated, I got one of your top five, Uh-oh. I think. Or your honorable mention, sorry. He got a game. Okay. Overrated. <laughs> I think it's because of the Spike Lee a name attached to it. People think it's so be- oh. better of a movie. Oh, I thought you were about to bash Spike. Mm. No, 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 no. Spike, I love Spike. I'm just saying because Ooh. his name attached to it. Yeah, you had to hold your breath. <laughs> no, I think because he, his name is attached to it, they think it's just a a, a great basketball movie. But I was like, it, it had its good points. It had its good plot. It had some depth to it. But Denzel, his character could be a lot better. All the roles he played, this is one of the, my least favorite from him. And then also, you know, you also talk about the acting. Ray Allen. I've, I've, I've admitted that, it. That's that what, one and yeah. Michael Jordan and Space Jam, I can't, who was the worst, I can't give you that one. But they should definitely, I think they should have got an actor who had the physique of Ray Allen. But, you know, because there's right. plenty of people who can dunk. You didn't need Ray Allen in that movie. This is early Ray Allen. Like, this is like, yeah, peak rail, and this is yeah. And I mean, it's it's a couple things that like I like out of movie, especially his name, like Jesus Shuttleworth. That that name is cold. It cold. Jesus, Jesus Shuttleworth. Yeah. Shuttlesworth. Come Jesus on, Jesus Shuttlesworth. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to me, I was like, to me, I just didn't. When I watched it, I was like, it's cool. I just didn't get the same uh, emotion that I get from other movies when I watched it, especially with being more of a. This is. Tier for you know PG thirteen you know it's you know teenagers can't watch it but it is I think it might more be to the older audience I think it might be R mm. so I think it's there, yeah, there to was, older audience for sure so yeah I was like yeah I just didn't I didn't pick up on it like that um and they said Dean's up character I, he, he could have been a lot better to me um and I know he was trying to portray I know what the the character was about I know yeah. the character I know he had to be like hey I just gotta you know, prison. I, mean, I got to get my son to play so I can get you know lower my sentence and stuff like that. But it just like I don't know. He could have came with it a little bit better. I, I don't know. I feel like he okay. So I feel like he acted like most dudes that's been locked up for a long time. Mm. Like like the the when he first found the little girl or whatever and mm-hmm. that little thing. Um, him getting out the way he kind of walked around, the way he was dressed, kind of trash, even when he went and. Buy me some Jordans and but the <laughs> the the shorts over the sweats thing and he just that perfect looking afro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's to me like, that's also Spike Lee. Spike Lee pay attention to details like this as well. Yeah, so, yeah, and then he like, likes Jordans. But I mean, even the acting. I mean, he just acted like a mm, what I call it, like a yeah. He's sorry for what he did, but he acting like a dude that's in prison, like a dude that just got out. Guess I got enough like friends and my uncles. He reminded me of a couple <laughs> of my uncles or whatever, and I was just kind of like, "You had some more references than I, I guess." So, but for <laughs> me, I was like, "He didn't really." To me, he should have brought it a little bit more. Sorry, because if you know reality ain't strong, then that character got to be stronger. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It didn't balance out well for me. That's uh, real. And on top of that, he probably thinking, "Yo, I can't even go as hard as I want to on Ray Allen because he an actor." Is that well? That and okay, so think about like. Um, I forget uh Denzel's name on in that movie. But uh, uh 
That's why it's overrated. I, was glad. <laughs> I, I forgot it. Yeah, but um, but but think about his character in his relationship with Jesus Shuttlesworth, because it's like, yes, I'm your dad, but also I know I can't go too hard on you because I'm I feel guilty. I feel guilty because you watched me kill your mother on, even if it was an accident, I did not mean to do it. Yes. We mm-hmm. got a little rough, but, and I'm still sad because I did lose the love of my life. May, even though it was by my hand, I still lost her. So yeah, I want to go hard on you, but I'm still guilty because of what yeah, I did I, to you. And I mean, I, I for me, it should have been more like, it don't have to be as hard. Like with this interaction with Ray Allen's character, it could have been like, more emotional impact to him. Like we just see some scenes by himself just going really like mm-hmm. really going through it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how he really felt. Like this is something that, man, I've been doing this for an accident that happened. I don't have a relationship with my kids and stuff like that. It's, it's one that's really just like breaking me apart. I'm trying to get everything to go together. I, I still got to work with him trying to get him to go to the school so I can get lower my sentence. It was like all this stuff, like to me, right. with all that going on with Denzel's care, with Denzel's, acting skills he could have portrayed this for like i'm trying to keep it together but inside i'm going crazy when he has like his uh moments that he's with him by himself and I, to me it could have been a little deeper yeah. that way and that could have been early on because you, you know they don't really show because they only showed the incident when he was a kid but then mm-hmm. the movie takes place where he's a senior in high school so we didn't yeah. see that jail time from I don't know, 10 to 17 or 18 or whatever. So maybe in those early years, that's what it was happening. But I get what you're saying. They definitely should have. Flashback. That could have been a quick flashback. No, I ain't going to say it's going to make the movie better, but I'm just saying that would have been. It would give more depth to the character and stuff like that. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Especially especially y'all want to portray that, you know, what was going on mentally and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but, so that, I mean, I I definitely, that's why, A, it doesn't make my top five. And it's only honorable mention because. And I kind of like the way they was hooping. I like the little story. Um, I like Rosario Dawson um, mm. and her character. And well, not her character, but <laughs> she was kind of slime ballish too. <laughs> but I don't know. All right. Yeah, man. And that's kind of see that. Okay, so that was one of my and the other one I got. Uh, Uncle Drew. Uncle. Uncle Drew. Overrated. I'm Overrated. Sorry. Hey, yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. When I was looking through this to, to get to get my list together, I saw Uncle Drew, thought about it, and kept scrolling. I'm not gonna lie. I you in agreement or are you I'm in agreement. Just... I am All in right. agreement. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it, it wasn't really okay. So here's the thing. I was really looking forward to this movie because when those when those Uncle Drew clips used to come out on, on uh YouTube. Exactly. I was tuned in, man. Like, cause Kyrie, first off, y'all. Y'all heard us talk about Kyrie. Like, he is a magician. He's a magician and has no weaknesses as a basketball player. His only weakness is extracurricular reading, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why, okay, that's basically what the reason I will, I put it as overrated because Kyrie and Uncle Drew character, they should have went crazy. Like, yes, basketballs. Yes. Basketball wise, not really acting. I didn't really care about the acting, but they already, to me, they pumped too many stars into that movie. It should have been more just Uncle Drew. Yeah, he had his other, you know, uh, other four that was older people as well. But um, to me, it should have been more just focused more on Uncle Drew. Um, but the skills, like to me, it was cool having an older person, you know, kind of hoop. 
but Uncle Drew should have went ballistic. He was Kyrie should have went yeah. deep in his bag for that movie. Like anything and everything he should have done in that movie. And right. that's why I was like, it's overrated because we just loved Uncle Drew character. I mean, uh, we loved Uncle Drew before we watched the movie. So people just assume that the movie's going to be great. And by, at that time, hey, everybody loved Kyrie at that time. So it, it's one of those, like everybody was going to go see the movie and he had the you know cast of different players and people that's in the movie. But I'm like, to me, it didn't give no, no depth into it. They didn't really give nothing that was like, Memorable about the movie besides seeing Kyrie look old with a great yeah. afro that yeah. we already seen That's on real. IG. Yeah, and I think they definitely should highlight that more, especially because it's like okay, so when it comes to a movie, you've invested on the low end millions of dollars, a low million, right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Like, what's what's going to make me not want to like just rewatch all your YouTube videos for the free? over getting up and going and paying 10 or 10 to 20 or however many people you bring to the movies to go watch this. Exactly. I could have just stayed on YouTube and just ran it back. And it's highlights better on YouTube than it was yeah. in the movie. My favorite one was the one with him and uh him and uh Kevin Love. Mm. I don't know why that one is like my <laughs> favorite one to go back to, but no, nah, they was hooping. But yeah, man, like it's it's that one. I think Kyrie was he was breaking out. I, I was at Team USA practice. I forgot what when that was, but he was he took it from he took it from out of bounds and went coast to coast, Ooh, dribbling yeah. between everybody. Did a little spin. Yes, I think against Kobe as well. I mean, it was he like was, Kobe, uh, 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 James Harden, uh, and they got to be USA team there. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was a USA, USA practice. Yeah, the trials when they have like. 30 people there, 50 people there. To, to, he went crazy. I was like, that clip alone should have been in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he he can do that against them people that was in the cast. Come on. They should have gave more, more, more homage to Kyrie. Had him right. doing the Kyrie moves that we were used to seeing and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the movie, okay, at least what I take from Uncle Drew is not that he he's still able to hoop at an older age. Is that he's still like better than a 20-year-old at his age. Right. Like he can hoop extremely well compared to, you know, an NBA star, NBA superstar. It's not like he can beat anybody at park at his age. It's that he can beat anybody in the NBA at his age. That's what I took from Uncle Drew's yeah. character. Yeah. And that didn't, to me, this looked like, you know, somebody we could see today that's that own master that can still be somebody on the court. Right. And as he should have been more flashy, you know, well, because really, the, he wasn't really even the main character. Bag. He wasn't even the main character of that movie. <laughs> the main character was uh, Lil Rel's character. Yeah, yeah. As a coach, to get him, I to get found him. this yeah. old man at the park. Oh, this is an old man named Uncle Drew. Oh, man. Right. He got his girl took by uh, Nick Kroll's character. Nick Kroll's always funny to me, uh, which was yeah. his, uh, his girl was uh, Tiffany Haddish, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yes. it was just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, it definitely was. It's overrated to me. I'm not n- no no argument <laughs> on that one. Like, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm and, glad. And, and also another another overrated. I'm not gonna say overrated, but it just saying on. I know a lot of people may put it put it in their five, and I'm not. Speaking of which, crypto uh, Air Bud. It didn't quite do it for me. <laughs> Oh, okay, man. Sorry. I don't know. You talk about that one. I don't yeah. even need to talk about it. Well, because I remember watching his, that one a lot as a kid. 
That's a Disney, right? Disney movie. I think it might be Disney. There's a couple of Disney. Matter of fact, every Disney basketball movie was trash. Stop it. You need to stop. <laughs> that Irish basketball one. Right, that I'm one. mad that you brought that one up. I'm mad you that one. <laughs> nah. The Irish basketball. Oh, what about that movie with the uh the twins? The twins, that was the second one. And then was she, was, she was she was doing the moves. The she she thought she ate. <laughs> That move was so uh, as a dude. Because I went outside and did it and got made fun of for the rest of the summer one time. Because I was like, "Oh man, that move should work." But what is she lifting up? A- <laughs> yes, like, she, she was just lifting like, up her heels the entire time. <laughs> no, she was just moving up her heels. Just... Okay, I thought she was moving her feet as well. So no, just like a move on man. her t- on her uh, on her toes or whatever. I was like, <laughs> and then she like got mad because she was hurt and did like the fake. <clears throat> and then left. I was like, yeah, and that person fell for that. I was like, that hard. <laughs> yeah. So Disney. I mean, everybody. I was definitely. You know, I ain't really a big on dogs, but I definitely was gonna put. Uh, yeah. Wasn't even about to mention here, but man, the only yeah. thing. Okay, the one I was debating about putting on my honorable mention was Sunset Park. Okay, that was the only one that was kind of yeah, like yeah, because yeah. it kind of gave me the same feeling as um uh, uh above the rim. It kind of okay. gave me the same type of like, okay, this is actually how players, it's not, everybody's not on the same page as a team. Everybody got their own thing going on. Everybody yeah. got this. So, um, it's you know one what? Of those- you know what's crazy? And you know, there's some like black, you know, they'd be saying like black don't crack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a dude, he does more than just black don't crack. This guy is a vampire. Like, I just started watching, I just saw my first mo- uh, show a little bit ago where he like actually looked like the dad. And he's like somebody's dad finally. But mm-hmm. the dude in Sunset Park is also a dude in One Tree Hill and is also one of the players uh worm on, on Coach Carter. What think, think about that? Sunset Park and Coach Carter were like 20 years apart, close to. And this dude still played a high school player. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm like, this dude don't age. <laughs> You're right here thinking, I'm looking young for my age. This dude with 20 years and looked 10 months older. Hey, hey. Do what yeah. you can do. I mean, if, if I age like that, I mean, if you actually look like that, like, you definitely gonna keep playing those roles. Like, you might as well. Oh, yeah. So, no, I'm. But yeah, Sunset, I mean, Sunset Park, I mean, to me, when I first saw it, I was like, to see this white woman take <laughs> this oh, group yeah. of guys and try to get them all in one Antoine call. Tanner. Says, I just wanted to highlight that vampire. Antoine Tanner. <laughs> that dude. Anna Shanti was in Coach Carter. Yes, she was. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, that, w- that was another one I was thinking about putting an honorable mention, but to me, I already had a movie that was similar to that one, so I really didn't. Out of those two, I think I bought the was definitely better. Yeah, um, yeah. So, or true. at least resonated with me better. So, well, actually, um, and the thing is, in confession, like I've only seen Sunset Park like one time. I do remember liking it. I think what's his name was in that too. Uh, uh, what's his name? You know, it's hard out here for a pimp. Uh, Terrence, oh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you start saying, "Hey, man," <laughs> "Hey, man," that was my Jay. Come on, man. <laughs> Yes, there it is. Yes, Sunset Park came out in 96. And Coach Carter came out in 05. So they were like nine years apart. 
But still, that's the dude did not age at a all. A decade. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, that was, I don't know. I, I did like that. I liked how she, and then it was like, uh, what is her name? She's, um, she was a really good actress too. She was actually, uh, oh yeah, Rhea Perlman. She actually used to be married to Danny DeVito. I mean, that's just a random fact. Uh, yeah, that was. This is random. I mean, I just really like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. But yeah, no, that... that yeah, movie, I mean, yeah. to me, I like those type of movies. And then um, when I was looking at it, I was like, man, we should actually probably do like a top five like fictional uh, basketball players or something like that because I was looking, I was like, man, what am I going to put my top five? And I'm looking like, you know, Will Smith and Fresh Prince was hooping. <laughs> yo, Will, yo. <laughs> That's almost made- like... I was like, I know we kind of taking a turn from the top five. I think we kind of wrapped yeah, we, up we, we talked five, about so. that. That's cool. Yeah, we got that. Because I know. was like, man, he the way he took the whole team by himself. He was Bel-Air, one punch man. They made him one punch man. <laughs> he was going crazy. And then Carson had a nerve. Easy, like, <laughs> dunk it. <laughs> yes. No, that man, was. He went so far. Carson stole the ball from him to try to make the shot. That air and they ball. made it so. <laughs> that air ball was so, dude. They what? made it so anticlimactic. Like it was like I thought. Like they slowed it down. I thought it was actually going to go in when you first when you first watch it. Then I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> uh, Why? But yeah, he was hooping, dunking. You know, he hooped for real at that time. So, yeah, um, but that one they went extra crazy. Like they had him like I don't know. And around that time, so the crazy part about that. And this is kind of shifting a little bit. Uh, during that, I think it was either season one, two, either season two or three of uh, a Fresh Prince. He was training for uh, Ali. So this dude was swole, looking like a heavyweight boxer. So they had to like mm. make other people look small, look even bigger. Like uh, there was a part where they were throwing a party at their house and Evander Holyfield showed up. Hey, I saw that episode. So if you noticed, he's Watch wearing a also. he's wearing a letter jacket. Uh mm. Vander Holyfield. They got him in this big old leather leather jacket because yeah. they were like, yo, at first they did the stare down and Will was like uh, acting like he was scared, but like they looked about the same size. So it didn't look like that much like he was a threat to him, I guess. Yeah. So they had to like make him look even bulkier because of that. So like he just kept getting more and more OP of a player and of a I don't know. They did a lot with Will Smith and Fresh Prince. Like Yeah, that one, I mean, if you're talking about Ali, he had to be older because he was older by that time. Well, no, they put the little makeup on. I, mean, I think I think I'll have to check when those came I, out. But I remember because I, I remember watching some documentary thing where they were talking about how he was training for that. And I was like, you know, what? he did look kind of big during then because he was almost wrapping up around uh, Fresh Prince. He wasn't like starting Fresh Prince because his uh, what you call it? I know they put a makeup on that's to make him look older, but he was also older as a character, uh, as a person by that time. But yeah, yeah, look it up and let me know. OK, yeah. yeah. Fresh Prince. Uh, Ali came out in. Uh, uh, 2001. Okay. So it was like six seasons. So yeah, 96, 01. But yeah, they were talking about how he was, or what movie was it? There was something that he was preparing for that he already was getting really big for. 
Um, that that might be uh, Independence Day, maybe. Maybe I think it was Independence. Because that was when he was younger as well. Because I'm yeah. trying to think of like how he looked in certain movies where he was younger. I think it was um, Independence Day because yeah, he was a little bit bigger there. Um, it was already starting to get him to start bulking up. But I think for the Ali movie, they made him take like get bigger like for a few years before they actually started. They're like, yo, we need you to be huge bulky. for this. Yeah, 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 man. So I mean, we definitely. I mean, I think. I think that got to be another top five is I don't know if we're going to do basketball fictional, but maybe black sitcoms or sitcoms in general. Okay. Top mm. five sitcoms. You know what, man? You know what? We can almost leave this one up to the people as well. Um, okay. But, or, I mean, either way, we can do all of them, but see which one they want to hear from next. Um, we got a few of them. Uh, we're going to do a lot more top fives, uh, especially to sprinkle in here and there. It's uh, kind of lighten it up. Uh, but yeah. I like I like the sitcoms or black sitcoms. Um, I could try to get me a, t- uh, a a five, like a five together for uh, fictional basketball characters. You know, um, that was a tough one because it kind of kind of draw with the movies that we kind of did as well. So yeah, well, either uh, way, we can do that and still just talk about like, and then when we do, we'll just talk about like their attributes on the team and all that. Um, mm. But yeah, okay. no, I like that. Um, but yeah, this one was fun. This is really, <laughs> really fun. It's a tough one. Beat. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think we had any like major disagreements with any of the movies. So I was loving basketball. That's probably the only one that's like you, you wasn't really feeling. But, <laughs> but I get it. I get it though, man. Like, I, I mean, it's not how my list. It's still number four. It ain't like it's yeah, yeah, one. So, but uh, yeah, it's up there now. I don't want to bring it back, but uncut gems. That's the only one I'm like. I don't know it's five just yet. I yeah. think it's still up. I think it's up there, but it's not like, I don't know. It's just not really up there for me right now, like in the top five all time or my well, top five. I think five. for me, it was mainly because it was so like mesmerizing for me. Like it was a long movie and I didn't really feel like it was long. Like mm. I was tuned. It just, it captivated me or something. I don't know what it was, but like the story, the, the, I like movies. And uh, me and uh, me and Shay joke about this. Like, there's sometimes in movies where, like, the main character, you're just like, yo, he just can't catch a break. <laughs> yo, he just going. Are y'all feel for him? <laughs> yo, every time he starts to look up, boy, he come. <laughs> it's again something else. Like, yeah. So, like, so what you think about the movie, like Hustle? Then, like, that I just haven't got came to out. watch it yet. I didn't. Have, I haven't. What? Got... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That I, was... even, I didn't want to mention it. <laughs> It, okay, it's pretty good. I don't know. I wouldn't put it up there on this list either. I think Uncut Chips is better than that one, but mm. it's kind of talk about the real, kind of a real route of how you know overseas players in Europe and stuff come over and stuff like that. So and play, yeah, and try to get picked up by a team and stuff like that. So man, I, yeah. See, and I wanted to talk because I like the, I like the. See, and I always send you clips of people playing overseas and stuff like that. It's very much so. Uh, it's like the captivating, like. Or it's like the cool little like alternative route. And it shows a lot of pe- people that like, yo, if you really love the game, you can still get paid well from this. You can still get paid yeah. doing uh, playing the game that you love. And there's a lot of really good uh, teams over there and players that's like could probably go over here and still get 20, 25, some of them even 30 a game. It's just the politics of the NBA that I've learned where yeah. – even some of the, even every single player on the team 
like on the NBA teams here could have breakout nights or could play well, but yeah, but we like seeing this player. Yeah, but I'm better than him. We know you are, but you know what I'm saying? So we may not, or yes, you're better at shooting, but I want you to play like this. So now they'll say things like, oh, that guy can't shoot. Well, the coach doesn't want me to shoot. So you. Yeah, it's kind of like what I'm, uh, Iman, am I separate? Yeah. Uh, He was saying, he was like, you know, I'm like, really cold at basketball, but when I'm in the Cavs in the New York system, it's like they only wanted me to be like that uh, safety hazards. Like, hey, they got a shot, so they pass it to me, and I just have to chug up a shot at the last second or two. So it's kind of like I'm not able to be utilized at my full strength and my full talents where I can actually run this game. It's just like at this moment, the team needs, is this what they wanted me to be, a spot-up three-point shooter and be a defender and, you know, like a bailout uh, button. So, um, right. It, it kind of and that messes on. with you. That also messes with your with your stats. So if ten years, and then what people now, look at you as too, right? They'll go back and look and be like, "Well, in twenty twenty, you only averaged seven points a game, and you and you missed ten points or you missed ten shots in this game." It's like, yeah, but one of those shots was a half court heave, like. <laughs> All right. You know, another one was like a shot that should have been called a foul, but it wasn't because LeBron fouled me. Like, so sometimes those numbers don't, you know, play the tape or it doesn't play the story the right way. And so so then you get to see a lot of those players that will go over and play. And, you know, like like I just sent you that one of Eric Bledsoe going crazy. In China or Taiwan, I think. But yeah, Eric Bledsoe right now is going crazy overseas. Bledsoe, you got Dwight Howard, you got a whole bunch of people though. I mean, and I think Dwight Howard's playing to come back though. Right. Uh, I think that's what he's trying to do. And then some of the players like uh, Bledsoe, I don't know if he'll pick back up, but it's like they're trying to play and they're getting super big highlights right now because around the trade deadline, these are the players, these are the type of players that people start to look at and be like, Mm, let me just go ahead and pick him up, put him on the team. He might get, not get a play time, but if we really need him, we know he can be right. sort of productive when he's on the team. So, and so I don't know. And it's just, you know, maybe we'll have somebody on the show that's like from overseas or that's playing overseas right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have somebody talk about that a little bit, but I mean, yeah, it's experience. just, a, yeah, it's a cool little insight, but I don't know. Yeah. I always think about that, like how, how hard it is in this game. Cause like uh in that one clip that uh that I sent you with uh Matt Barnes talking about Wally Zerbiak and stuff, but one thing that kind of caught my eye was he said only five thousand people have been in the NBA in the history of the NBA. Yeah. That's so like when you look at it, there's only like 30 teams, right? 30 teams in the NBA, 15 roster spots. That's what, fifteen hundred? If my math is right. Or uh, say it again. There's a uh, 15, 10, 12 to 15 roster spots on yep. 30 teams. So 15 times 30. I don't know. <laughs> 400, 450, 450. So yeah, 450 spots at any given time. Like there's a big chance that you may not make it to the league, no matter how cold you are. So what yeah, else? I mean, what that's else why they do? got, this is exactly why they have G League and other programs that people are going right. to because say a spot is not available, but somebody get hurt or they need somebody or somebody ain't playing right. They want to cut somebody, wave somebody. Then that's why those spots become available. And that's why you got to keep, you know, refining your game and continue to do stuff like that. 
it's, mm-hmm. you can't just say, I didn't make the NBA now, I have to go do something else, which you can. But if you, if playing basketball is your dream and something you still have to find different avenues, right. and unfortunately, if you want to get paid to do it, then the G League or overseas will have to be some way you do it instead of just be like, I'm going to my local Y, be finding my game playing, but I'm not get, making any money while, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, it's a cream of the crop. I mean, you can't pay millions of dollars to play basketball, and they're not going to give it to everybody. So, to me, that's why it still needs to be limited. I don't want to see, you know, anybody from the Y go and make an NBA team. I feel uh, like they still, I, yeah. Even yeah. though if they if they can, they still need to be put through the fire. Man, what I'm saying show, that showcase. So I'm like, saying that I'm talking about the dudes who was D1, high D2, or even like the D1s who was going off, but you played at Rhode Island State or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. where, there's some, or, or a lot of the HBCUs players will go there, have crazy years, but we're checking for the Dukes or the Texas or the UCLA's, you know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about the ones who's that dude, not just that dude at the Wild, but that dude in yeah. March Madness. <laughs> you no, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They no, I'm not talking the radio sometimes too. Yeah. I'm not talking about me or something. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> those dudes. Certified. Yeah. You know, so then they got to go to Japan or whatever, or Tokyo or not Tokyo. <laughs> go to Japan or like you know China, Taiwan, China, yeah, yeah. But let's say overseas because there's so many places they can play. So man, Germany, so you, can, you can make good money in Germany. Uh, my my cousin played in the Czech Republic and got paid really well. I mean, you said it was boring, but yeah, the hooping part was cool. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so you know, definitely not Russia at the moment, but you know, you could definitely go play anywhere you want. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, man. Let, let us know what y'all think about the uh about the list. What is your top five? Yeah, let us know. I mean, let us know your top five. If you disagree with our top fives or you agree with one of ours, mm-hmm. make sure y'all put loving basketball in your top five. <laughs> you know it's a good movie. Put in your top five. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know. Uh like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube videos, continue to give us uh feedback you know what i mean so uh mm-hmm. we love to hear um yeah. how we doing and what we want to we need to change it the thing up um just let us know yeah, and if you made it this far man share this with a friend tell everybody about it uh yeah thank you all for you know rocking with us so far have a happy new year merry christmas happy hanukkah kwanzaa all those uh you gotta say happy holidays so yeah. Kind of encompass everything. Happy holidays. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, enjoy time with your family, man. Like we said last episode, tell somebody you love them. Uh, call up your friends, man, over the holidays. You know, if you can't give them anything, just give them a conversation. Uh, but anyways, like I always say, whether we chat like bros or I debate you like an enemy, it's all fun and games. Just match my energy. Let's go. Match my energy, just match my energy, yeah.